This is Michael Ware. You're listening to The Morning Five on Tuesday, February 28th, 2023. Uh, This week, we're beginning episodes of The Morning Five with devotionals from our friends at the Park Forum. Uh, And we are so glad to partner with them. This morning, we're going to continue with their devotionals on a drawing from John's Gospel. This one from John 3. First, the scripture reading. To this, John replied, A person can receive only what is given them from heaven. You yourselves can testify that I said, I am not the Messiah, but am sent ahead of him. The bride belongs to the bridegroom. The friend who attends the bridegroom waits and listens for him and is full of joy when he hears the bridegroom's voice. That joy is mine, and it is now complete. He must become greater. I must become less. May God bless the reading of his word. And now for a reflection from the Park Forum's John Tillman. The messages we are surrounded with at the turn of the year are consistent and insistent. Become more. Become more fit. Become more wealthy. Become more appreciated. Become more sexually fulfilled. Become more powerful. Become more free. Become more you. Our culture is radically expansionist. It is not just our economy that must achieve growth at all costs. As individuals, we are pressured to justify our existence. You aren't enough the way you are now. Become more. Goals can be pursued sinfully or in purity. Paul tells us physical training has some value. 1 Timothy 4.8 Even things that aren't physical fitness, such as becoming a better leader or partner or working more efficiently, have value. But in, in at least one area, Paul was told by the Spirit, My grace is sufficient for you. 2 Corinthians 12.9 It can be difficult to discern whether we are succumbing to societal pressure to improve or following a spiritual imperative to press on or spur one another on. Being normal or satisfied is a sin in a culture of maximalism and extremism. No one would call the, uh, John the baptizer normal. John was an insider who became an outsider. His birth was announced by an angel in the temple, but he left the temple system and traditional ministry to become a vagrant, desert dweller, offering harsh words in a harsh environment. John rejected the gains others thought valuable and became less. He rejected the norms of earthly kingdoms to become more according to God's kingdom. Even John, and especially his followers, felt pressure to become more. As the crowd swelled around Jesus, they slimmed around John. John was comfortable becoming less, are we? Becoming less doesn't mean physical or spiritual laziness or apathy. It means evaluating things according to a different kingdom-oriented metric. Ask yourself, Why do I want this? Where is this pressure coming from? How am I expected to achieve this? 
through prayer, seek guidance on areas in your life where settling for less actually means gaining more. Also, there may be areas where physical training and improvement can have double value by helping to improve your spiritual walk. When you step away from culture's pressures, you'll find blessings in the steps you take in discipleship. When you step back in one area, step forward in another. A few suggestions to become more by becoming less. Stack good things together. Listen to the Bible and pray while walking, exercising, or working. Memorize scripture while brushing your teeth or showering. Next, less distraction, more connection. Give up some internet or entertainment time to text or email a friend and pray for them. Next, less conflict, more grace. Intentionally avoid controversies and post more practical biblical encouragement. Next, less complaining, more learning. Complain less about what you read in the news and share weekly or daily about what you are learning in the Bible, your church, reading in devotionals, etc. And finally, less impatience, more presence. Reduce whatever it is you use to escape or fill time and be present through conversation, prayer, meditation, observation, or even silence. That's today's devotional. Uh, Again, thank you to the Park Forum and John Tillman for providing that. Well, you're listening to The Morning Five, and it's really great to uh, be with you. This is brought to you by the That Sounds Fun Network, supported by the Center for Christianity and Public Life. And you could learn more about the center at ccpubliclife.org. I want to thank folks for the great response to our episode, the Where We Are episode over the weekend on Christian nationalism. So glad that so many of you have found it personally helpful and we're hearing that it's something that folks are sharing with Uh, friends and so glad that we could provoke conversation uh, in that way. Uh, You can subscribe at reclaiminghope.substack.com to support our work and you'll also receive content throughout the week. All right, let's get to the news. First, uh, today, uh, this morning, the Supreme Court will hear the student loan case about President Biden's student debt relief plan, President Biden's plan to forgive a significant amount of student loan debt up to as much as $20,000 per borrower, has been challenged by Republican attorney generals, state attorney generals, as well as several students. The Supreme Court will take up the case We won't expect a decision for several months, but the fate of this program now lies with the Supreme Court. Second, uh, the Commerce Department uh, will be releasing requirements for companies seeking funds under the CHIPS Act. The CHIPS Act was passed last year. 
it, it's a law intended to expand semiconductor manufacturing and research in the United States. I'm raising, usually we don't talk about Commerce Department regulations uh, on the morning five, but this is worth keeping an eye on. Not completely unprecedented. The Biden administration has used uh, regulations, requirements for accessing federal funding to, um, to, to sort of push uh, companies in, in directions uh, that they want U.S. companies to go in. For instance, the infrastructure bill, uh, the funding related to that, there were ties related to uh, sort of uh, using materials made in America, that sort of thing. But, but this is pretty uh, aggressive stuff here. So the uh, Commerce Department requirements will include provisions related to things like um, uh, uh, companies offering their employees affordable child care. It requires companies to share a portion of unanticipated profits with the federal government. Uh, preference will be given to applicants that promise to refrain from stock buybacks. Uh, and there are other requirements attached to this funding. Now, again, uh, there are always sort of strings attached to government funding. Uh, the government is, uh, is able and is long attached conditions related to certain programs. But, but th this is worth watching how this, how this plays out and what it suggests for not what, how this administration might act, but how future administrations might view uh, the ability to oversee the federal grants and, and the expenditure of federal money as a way to push pri the private sector in, uh, in a direction it, it deems desirable. Really interesting stuff. Uh, the New York Times reported on this yesterday in a, a story with the headline, Biden's Semiconductor Plan Flexes the Power of the Federal Government. And I, I'd encourage you to read that article. Finally, uh, just days after a New York Times report on a migrant child labor in the U.S., the Biden administration yesterday announced a crackdown on exploitation of migrant children uh, in the U.S., the announcements included a range of new initiatives, including Department of Labor enforcement that doesn't just target the companies uh, that are directly uh, implicated in, in and using child labor, but uh, the entire supply chain, including larger companies that uh, are uh, selling products that use child labor somewhere in the in the supply chain when referring to the new york times report from several days ago the white house press secretary said that the report was heartbreaking and 
completely unacceptable. All right, that's the morning five for today. Let's close uh, with Dallas Willard's rendition of the Lord's Prayer. Dear Father, always near us, may your name be treasured and loved. May your rule be completed in us. May your will be done here on earth in just the way it is done in heaven. Give us today the things we need today and forgive us our sins and impositions on you as we are forgiving all who in any way offend us. Please don't put us through trials, but deliver us from everything bad because you are the one in charge and you have all the power and the glory too is all yours forever, which is just the way we want it. All right, friends, hope you have a good day today. We'll talk to you tomorrow.